what's what's with what's with the costume? What's up? What's with the? You mean this dress? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, part of it, partly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah. I have to wear it. I'm the new face of Little Debbie's snack cake. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's been a mistake. I don't know. Uh, you, you, you are the, the new face of Little Debbie. It's Little Debbie. <laughs> Not Little Debbie. <laughs> little. Yeah. Emphasis on the ittle. Okay, yeah. I mean, what, 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 why, why, are you, why are you doing this? I mean, let's be honest, Jim. I'm not the, uh, the Hollywood hunk I once was. Uh, <laughs> this mug ain't making the moolah like it used to. I got, no, yeah, yeah. I got a mouth to feed. Hey, Sheldon, are you and Leonard putting up a Christmas tree? No, because we don't celebrate the ancient pagan festival of Saturnalia. Saturnalia? Gather round, kids. It's time for Sheldon's beloved Christmas special. In the pre-Christian era, as the winter solstice approached and the plants died, pagans brought evergreen boughs into their homes as an act of sympathetic magic intended to guard the life essences of the plants until spring. Uh, this custom was later appropriated by Northern Europeans, and eventually it becomes the so-called Christmas tree. <laughs> and that, Charlie Brown, is what boredom is all about. Happy holidays to you, Friar Rod. Happy holidays to you, Rabbi Dave. Because you know, if we say Merry Christmas. Well, it's Merry Christmas from what I understand it. And it could be Happy Holidays too, because it's, you know, it's that joyous Hanukkah time of year. See, I think people have forgotten the reason for the season. And it is time. Let me say this right here, right now. As a rabbi, as a Jew, it is time to stop putzing around with this nonsense. and. Do what has to be done. We have, we must, we, it is a moral imperative. Do you understand how I'm, important I'm, this I'm is? Tracking with you for, you know, I'm waiting for the, for the shoe to drop here, though. <laughs> we must put Saturn back into Saturnalia. Saturn into Saturnalia. Saturn into Saturnalia. It's the reason for the season. Okay. Agreed? The reason for the season? That we must put Saturn back into Saturnalia. Okay. <sighs> I don't even know how to celebrate Saturnalia. Do you? I'm no, a historian guy. I have. I'm, I'm the guy that, 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 that loves Rome and... I'm still looking... Stuff. Yeah, I'm still looking forward to Festivus. That, that's like my, one of my favorite days of the year. For the rest of us? Yep. And the airing of the grievances? I still cannot convince my family to do the feats of strength, though. That's... <sighs> That's what we need here is strength of feet. <laughs> strength of feet. <laughs> you never saw that? Oh, my God. No. What movie was that? that was, it's a Mel Brooks. Oh, uh, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. We don't need feats of strength. We need strength of feet. Let's see. <laughs> Saturnalia starts on December 17th, so I'm early. Uh, later expanded with festivals through December 23rd. Celebrated with a sacrifice, Rod. A sacrifice. Okay. I don't know if that's human, though. Uh, okay. I'm assuming not because Rome didn't have, you know, human sacrifice, but it's possible, right? Anyway, yeah, they had but, a sacrifice at the Temple of but, Saturn in the Roman but they Forum. Had temple priestesses that you could go sacrifice with. That's true, especially if the Vestal Virgins got unvestaled, then they could be sacrificed. Um, let's see. We had a 
a public banquet followed by private gift giving, continual partying, and a carnival atmosphere that overturned Roman social norms. Gambling is permitted. Masters provided table service for their slaves, as it was seen as a time of liberty for both slaves and freedmen alike. Common custom was the election of the king of Saturnalia, or king of the Saturnalia, who would give orders to people which were to be followed and preside over the merrymaking. The gift exchanges were usually gag gifts or small figurines made of wax. And the poet Catullus called it, quote, the best of days. Sounds like the Feast of Fools. Almost. I announce here today my candidacy. I promise that I will be benevolent and enjoyable as the king of the Saturnalia. Vote Dave. What? Well, you know, you know, you've got gambling going for you and, and your wife. So, right. I mean, she did it again, man. <laughs> so for those of you not keeping up with the show, my wife likes casinos. She is not addicted. We have safeguards in place. We're not crazy. We like to go yeah. to the, and there's one particular casino that we like to go to because the restaurant is fantastic. And as things go, relatively inexpensive. Okay, well, that's I mean, a great reason to go to a casino. Right. For what it costs us to eat there with a full meal, the three of us could not eat at McDonald's. Okay? Yeah. So, so we go there a lot, plus they give her gifts, which I don't understand. So she gets these things every... Is she a frequent member yes. card thingy? Yes, she's one of the... Uh, like. That's why she gets the five ones. levels, and she's a, like, number four or something. Okay. So they give her these, like, last week it was a crock pot, which we didn't need, but... We know people who do. So for the Festival of Saturnalia, we shall give out a crockpot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so a couple well, of weeks so, ago, yeah. I, who am in, in infamously unlucky when it comes to these games, mm -hmm. managed to win $40 at the SubVets meeting. We have an, a, a weekly or a monthly 50-50 drawing. Okay. And I won. Now, keep in mind when I win... The pot is forty dollars. <laughs> when I lose, the pot is four hundred dollars, or sure, you know, five hundred or whatever. So, anyway, I just gave her the forty bucks and said, "Here, go play," and she turned it into four hundred bucks. So yeah. I thought, well, that's a pretty good investment because our rule is we split winnings fifty fifty normally. Well, so there you go. You right. you doubled your I did. winning, but more than doubled. Yeah, I gave her forty. I got two hundred. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that so 160, that's more than, more than doubled. Or is it? I don't know. I can't it's do math. I was yeah, told there would be no math. Yeah, except for you've, you've lost more than that whenever you've tried to gamble. So Right. So the next week we went back on Tuesday because that was the gift day and we wanted to have breakfast. And they have a fantastic breakfast mm -hmm. that's just out of this world. Biscuits and gravy? Yes. Scrambled <laughs> eggs. Oh, it's so good. So while I'm finishing up breakfast, she gets like 60 bucks in free play every month mm -hmm. because of her status. So she goes to play the 60 bucks, 60 in yeah. free play. In other words, it didn't cost but, us anything, yeah. right? Except for the breakfast. Well, yeah, but the breakfast was pretty cheap. I mean, it was like sure. seven bucks because she also had a food voucher. So. Okay. I mean, the tip was more than the bill. How's that work out for Dang. you? Okay. So she calls me a few minutes later and says, are you ready to go? Because you only had 60 bucks. So that's, mm -hmm. 
you know, in our world, that's 15, 20 minutes of playtime. It's not a big deal. She calls me and says, are you ready to go? I said, yeah, I think so. So I finished up my coffee, got up, walked to the front door where she was in line to get her gift. At which point she reaches into her clutch and hands me $980. Oh my gosh. Says, I had a good day. Nine hundred and eighty. Now I know this is how they get you, right? They sure suck. See, they never do it because you to don't me. always win, right? They never do it to me. I never win. Yeah, but they. Uh, so she she turned that sixty free play into nine hundred eighty dollars, which we promptly spent on bills. Yeah, well, so, there you go. Anyway, working I, hard for the money. Yes. So as as king of the Saturnalia, if you uh, if you win the grand prize. Will be a small crock pot that we, my <laughs> wife got from a point casino in Port Campbell, home of the Scalum tribe, for which me, I can tell you, <clears throat> their art is fantastic. If you've seen my personal fa- Facebook page, you know I I'm have fascinated by that sea creatures. Yep. So, anyway, that's uh, that's how poor, that started. Poor pie, right? <laughs> poor pie. Right. <laughs> Pecan pie. So over Thanksgiving, my, my cousin called me and said, your aunt made you, a, made you a pecan pie. You need to come over here and eat it. So I did. Okay. Man, that's so good. I love pecan pie. Well, that and the Little Debbie Christmas cakes that little you've Christmas been by the torturing by, me with. By the by, the chocolate ones are out now. I, I didn't know they made chocolate. Okay. They're chocolate devil's food cake oh sounds so good they they're not not gonna i'm not gonna say that the white ones see this sounds racist right the white ones Uh are the best but the chocolate ones i mean you know what they say about the chocolate ones right once you go to the chocolate you never go back (laughs) well they say that about other things but yeah i guess you could apply what other things rod what other things do they say that about? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> BBD. <laughs> Whoa. I would not have said that. Anyway, they're really good. They're chocolate devil's food cake, which is probably okay. racist too, because, you know, yeah. everything is. So. But For I the record, I've never, I've, no one's ever told me that. That the chocolate devil's food cake is racist? Yeah. Or it's very good. Oh, oh, they, they told me it's told, really good. They haven't told you that <laughs> yet. <laughs> let's let's have some fun. You ready? Sure. Let's see here. The old Google machine. Devil's food cake. Racist. It's going to be there. Mm. The origin of the term devil's food cake and angel's food cake is racist. Is black mm-hmm. hole a racist term? Why is devil's good cake racist? Yeah. <laughs> I like how black hole's racist. Black hole, angel food cake, and devil's good cake are all racist. So now you've been told that. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Muhammad Ali hits racism with brilliant humor. Quote, the angel food cake was the white cake and the devil food cake was, well, anyway, he was illustrating racism. Muhammad Ali was. Yeah. You didn't know any of this, did you, when you got up this morning? This is when you got up this morning and you started to sit down for the show. And you said, okay, I don't, I don't really know what we're going to... I think we're supposed to talk about the FBI and geofencing, but somehow or another, we're going to get on Little Debbie's Christmas tree cakes <laughs> and racism. 
Well, because, you know, the FBI and racism goes hand in hand nowadays. Well, they do, because the FBI will probably geofence me and say, huh, Dave keeps going to the local grocery store that carries these things because it's the only store in town that does. Okay. I still have yet to find one, but yeah. So he keeps going back there. And sometimes he stops at this one display. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious that he's picking something up, which is true. Because right now I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven boxes. Oh, my gosh. Little Debbie's. Well, it's like I told the clerk the other day. You don't always have them. And B, you're not going to have them after January. So if I play and, this right. And they will last forever, probably. If, if I play this right, I can stretch these out to March. <laughs> unless I have a really bad day or something. And then, yeah. you know, they'll be gone in a couple hours. But, but. The bottom line is, I really do like these things. Yeah. But now the FBI is going to be tracking me, and they're going to say, who's buying up all the Little Debbie's Christmas trees? And it lo- we, we need to cast a geofence around this little area at the local Winco and say, oh, Dave keeps going in there. And he's the only one who continually goes in there. And this scares the crap out of me. For those of you... Well, well the not- stores, the stores already can do that. Well, they can already track you, your Wi-Fi signal and your Bluetooth. Great. Do they? Uh, you know, I don't know, yes. but uh, we know that some stores can. They can they can pinpoint your location with your Wi-Fi signal, even if you don't connect to their network. Okay. So I'm walking into the mall to get to the Winco. See, this is really weird. Our Winco is in the mall. That is very strange. It is very strange, but it's very nice. Okay. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm not complaining. Just saying, it's weird. But to get into the mall, I usually go through the bookstore because, oh yeah, well, it's me, Dave, and you know, I used to work at a bookstore. I love right. bookstores. And so where I park, so the 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 bookstore is like here, the mm-hmm. the grocery store is like here. So if I park right there, I can go into the bookstore, come out through the grocery store, and oh, nice walking loop. I, you know, it gets me extra steps and likes that. So I go in through the the bookstore. I'm walking through the mall after I get out the bookstore towards the grocery store, and all of a sudden my phone goes, hey, Dave, pay attention. Here's an ad for something you might like. The yeah. bookstore has a buy one, get one sale going on right now. Yep. So I do a 180, and I go back, and I buy two books because I can get one for Cause, free. Because you're a sucker. Because I like books. <laughs> They just proved that they can manipulate you. But I'm worried about the FBI geofencing, which is still scary to me. The the idea here, the concept is that the the FBI can issue a warrant, a geofence warrant. Mm -hmm. So let's say something happens. I don't know. Pick something. A bunch of of people go to Washington, D.C. on, I don't know, some day in January. Yeah. And the FBI, with no what I would call probable cause can go to a judge and say, tell Google to tell us everybody's phone that was there. Yeah. Or yeah, Google. And the judge will say, Hmm, this seems like, I I, I don't know. This seems like there's some reason here why I shouldn't do this. And the FBI will say, well, you need to do it because democracy is at stake. And the judge will go, Doggone it, you're right, and sign off on it. Yeah. 
And the FBI then goes to Google, who apparently tracks everybody's phone in the freaking world. Pretty much. And they'll draw a circle around the, the area. And every phone that pinged or otherwise connected to something, yeah. they will say, here, FBI, here are those numbers. And the FBI will go, oh, good. Now we can go talk to these people. Mm-hmm. And off they will go. And well, the, the next request is, okay, where else have we seen these phones? Right. Right. So apparently going into airplane mode does no good. No. Because your phone stores the data. And as soon as it's reconnected to the internet, it goes, well, I should just tell everybody. Yeah. Zip. Does turning it off work? Uh, there's some contention that no, it doesn't really. That they still have access to your phone, even if it's off. This so, makes me you, nervous, man. You, this you makes need, me nervous. Yeah. If you're going to do something nefarious, you need a burner phone. So Why do you, you need a phone at all? Prepaid plan. Well, I mean, if you're going to do something nefarious, you need to communicate with somebody, right? Right. Let's say for the sake of argument, you were some, I don't know, mentally delusional, crazy person in some place like, um, I don't know, Moscow, Idaho. And you were about to commit a heinous crime. Mm-hmm. Would you take your phone with you? And if you did, wouldn't the FBI know already? Well, when has the FBI stopped anyone? Right. I mean, you, all the all these shootings, they, these shooters have been known to the FBI or to the local police, and then they haven't done anything about it. That's the eternal argument, isn't it? Because that's yeah. the argument I used to get all the time. I used to make this argument. We don't know what they've stopped because they're not going to tell us. Why would they tell us what they've stopped? Because, you know. And then there'll be an article about the shoe bomber. Yeah. And everybody will go, okay, so now I got to be on the lookout for anybody taking their shoes off on an airplane. And if someone takes their shoes off on an airplane, I should immediately help the FBI and the air marshal by, by tackling the dude or do that. So we never know. We never... We never get this, how you, you have no idea how many of these things we've stopped. Yeah. And that's a real question. And, and I used to d- say that with great faith that, oh, they're stopping these every day. Now well, we should so sure. Yeah. We should be getting statistics at least. Yeah. They, they don't, that's the thing is that we should be getting something from them that says the effectiveness of the program. The same thing goes for the security theater at the airports, right? <laughs> we all know that's a, stupid. Now it's just an employment gig for the TSA. Right. You know. Which we love the TSA. We love them. We don't want to like piss them off because we want to get through the airports. I never never fly anymore, so I don't care. Screw you, TSA. I do on occasion. When I flew to Israel, I I knew airport security was a a joke when I flew to Israel in 1997. Oh, yeah. Because just to get out of America, I had to go through lines. I had to go through searches i had to go mm-hmm. through questions has anybody touched your baggage then i got to england where we repeated all this stuff mm-hmm. going in and out we were only there for like three hours we had a three-hour layover. we had to do it mm. going in we had to go in and do it going out we get to israel land in israel and now keep in mind this is like 60 white america well not white but American pastors coming mm-hmm. to visit the Holy Land, okay? And, and a pilgrimage of sorts. Right. 
So we, we walk up to the customs desk and this is like, it's one guy. And he looks at us and he goes, you're all from America? <laughs> yeah. Pass. Yeah. <laughs> now, what if I just said, well, no, I'm from Iran. I'm sorry, Iran. Because if you call it Iran, you get yelled at by a yeah. Iranian Iran. journalist. Iran. Right. Yeah, you do. Or you get corrected and Kazakhstan or something, you know, some stand yeah. place. Then I'm 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 pretty sure we wouldn't have gotten the wave through. I'm pretty sure we would have gotten the full cavity yeah, body search. Body search. Which tells me that airport security is a joke. Yeah. It really does. But this geocaching thing, this geo fencing thing, this has me concerned. Because even work. if you even if you buy the argument, and I don't. But even if you buy the argument that January 6th was the most critical event in America's history, it was the most dangerous moment in all of American history to our democracy. I disagree. But even if you buy that argument, far more than 90% of the people who were actually there mm -hmm. were not involved. They were just there. They were there. They were, they were actually joining the, the protest as it was. It was just a protest. Mm stop the steal as i recall which yeah. you couldn't say on facebook or twitter nope you can now but you couldn't then um thank you elon so, yeah yeah has that not been glorious it's been so fun anyway so the question becomes is there anything left that they don't know i'm doing do they theoretically they know that i'm sitting at my desk recording wtf what the frock on a sunday morning Theoretically, they know based on where your phone is pretty much. Yeah, where you're at. Now, I, I do mean, know that when I turn Wi-Fi off, it says, please turn on your Wi-Fi. We get more precise data that way. Yeah. Should I well, leave the Wi-Fi off? There's some things you can try to do, like turn off your location stuff. And so you're, you're getting they're getting less data, but they still they can still track you. Right. Which is weird because they can't track the weather. Oh, we're just yeah. going to get a dusting of snow four inches later. Yeah. But they know that I'm right smack dab in the middle of it. This makes me nervous, man. This, this is the kind of thing that, see, that smacks of Big Brother. It does. It smacks of, what the hell is wrong with our judges? Who signed off on this? And, and, and who in the FBI said, hey, this is a great tool. We should use this. And nobody in the FBI seemed to step and go, mm, wait a minute. Yeah. You know, um, maybe we're going a little too far. Maybe. Where where are those people? Well, there could be there, but, you know, maybe they're afraid to lose their job or their pension. Is that why they signed off on a Mar-a-Lago raid? To get and secure nuclear documents that the former president stole. The president stole nuclear documents. Don't you get it? He stole documents. Oh, my guess is he was, Were the midterms yeah. are passed. Oh, yeah, they weren't really anything important. No, of course. Well, it's it's just like the Hunter Biden laptop story, right? I mean, it's let's suppress what we think could possibly impact in a negative way from their point of view, the election. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing. Have you seen what they're doing now? Now that now that Twitter, now that Elon has had the great dump. Now they're going after the guy that, that Matt Taibbi, yeah, yeah that they the, gave it to. Now they're saying, oh, he's just a hack journalist. <laughs> and, and by the way, even if all this was true, 
it's still just naked pictures of Hunter, who's yeah, who's yeah. in his private residence using drugs. I mean, who cares? It's just drugs. And so it is the, the real concern is the politicization of, of the uh, of the Department of Justice, really. I mean, there may have been shades of that before, but even even in the release, the Trump administration was doing the same thing to Twitter. Right. They were saying, hey, right. so, I mean, there's a problem that. Yeah, and I think maybe we should not have the Department of Justice being a part of the administrative branch. Maybe it should be a fourth pillar on its own. Do we even need one? Why shouldn't the Department of well, Justice be part of the Justice Department? Why, so why the, shouldn't they be part of the Justice branch of things? Yeah, really. That's, I mean, the libertarian in me is like, okay, well, yeah, let's let's get rid of all of the overhead, and it should be a part of the Justice branch. But I guess, yeah. Busy enforcing yeah. racism laws. Yeah. Somebody's got to yeah. do that, you know. Or, or, you know, labeling parents at meetings that complain about their schools, you know, basically terrorists. Right. Speaking of which, we are now two weeks into Ben homeschooling. Oh, that's right. How's that he going? Is, he is much happier. Much oh, well, happier. Of course. He doesn't come into our room at 11 o'clock at night going, I'm really... I'm really down. I'm Do you have a set worried. schedule that you keep yeah. him to? Oh, yeah. 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 He starts promptly at nine o'clock, which is actually an hour later than school starts. And he goes until he's done. If he gets yeah. done in 20 minutes, he's done. But if he takes yeah. him three hours, then he's, he's done. That's, that's the great part about homeschool. The, the, the one problem we had is that, you know, we didn't have as set of a schedule for our right. kids. My wife likes to sleep in. So that kind of like throws her. Well, see, it's screwing everything. me up, too, because I'm used to getting up. When he's in school, I get up at 545 because it takes me 10 to 15 minutes to get going. And then he gets up at six. I make breakfast. And and so now I'm sleeping till, you know, 738 o'clock, which is weird to me. And there you go. And my wife, whose schedule has recently changed for reasons I'm not going to go into here, is also home now in the mornings. And she's mad because for some reason, now that she's actually getting some sleep, which when you're a night nurse, that's kind of unusual. Mm-hmm. But now she's actually getting sleep, which means she's wide awake at five in the morning, which is great yeah. because then she gets up and takes the cat with her and I don't have to deal with the cat. See, <laughs> worked out really well. Don't sleep with your animals, man. I'm just telling you, you don't geo- sleep with your animals. Get some geofencing to, to work that in. What do you think of this geofencing thing? I, to me, and, and I haven't. I guess, I don't know. I mean, in in the back of my brain, I guess I said I know it's possible, but until this week, until we learned about it this past week with the January, Mm -hmm. with reference January, I guess I just never really connected the dots to get how incredibly widespread it is. Yeah. And that causes me a lot of constitutional Thursday type concerns. I mean, this is, this is unnerving. Mm -hmm. Well, and how they get around it is they say it's it's de-anonymized, but is it's is it really? Is it how really? How can it be de-anonymized if they can give you the number? It can't be. Well, they I mean they can give you the number, but the you know Google's saying they're collecting this to improve their service, right? Right, their service to the government. Yeah, who allows them to 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 work and allows them to yeah to function. I don't know. What do you think? You can send us an email, WTF at whatthefrock.org, or you can comment on our Facebook page. You can comment on whatever. Thanks to... Um, and you can vote for Dave for the king of yeah, Saturnalia. Saturnalia. Yeah. Thanks to uh, Steve, who sent us a few ducats this week to buy some pickle juice. 
<laughs> By the way, okay, so do you want the pickle juice update? I do. Give us the pickle juice update. And for those of you that don't know that Dave was having some cramping issues, and so pickle juice was the miracle remedy. Right. And there were multiple people who called that in or said that, yeah. pickle juice. And I I keep getting ads from my old roommate in the Navy sent me a thing the other day about pickle juice vodka. I'm like, huh, bet that would work. Oh, so dehydration galore. Anyway, it worked a bit. And then the other night I finally had a cramp that was just in the side of my ankle, the outside side of my ankle. That's strange. Yeah, they're really weird. And it would not let go. I was walking around and I finally said, screw it. And I tried to go down the stairs with a cramp in the dark. No. And I already have problems going downstairs, as you know. Yeah. Sometimes so, upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> but I managed to make it downstairs. Okay. And I managed to make it to the refrigerator. And the cramp was still going. And the pickle juice was there. And so I sucked down, I don't know, three or four ounces of pickle juice. And nothing happened. Like, well, you got to give it time, Dave. Now I'm, no, no. Remember when they said it, that it was instantaneous? So yeah, it wasn't. So I had to make my way back upstairs to try to get in the shower because that seems to be the only solution. Mm-hmm. So the pickle juice kind of works. I, I would say from a unscientific because I didn't get a government grant to actually you know record my data. If I had, then then I would have written it down. I'm sure there's geofence data that can help. Right. You know. No, because I didn't carry my phone with me. Uh-huh, okay. So, well. I, I need both hands on the rails here. I don't need to be. And I know what you're going to say. Why don't you just put your phone in your pocket? Think about it. Anyway, so. <laughs> I don't so want to think about that. So the point is, um, call my doctor and he's like, are you taking the CoQ10 and the magnesium? I'm like, no, I've been out for a couple months. He said, take the CoQ10 and the magnesium. So, okay. I mean, I got in the car, went over to the Winco, bought. Cocutan and magnesium. And Along some with little, some more cakes. Little Debbie yeah. trouble, tree cakes. And so the last few nights have been okay. I'm disappointed because I really wanted this home remedy to work. And oddly enough, I know this is as weird as this sounds. I actually kind of like the pickle juice. I could just oh. drink that normally. <laughs> we used to play pranks on people when we worked at McDonald's where we would like, you know, they'd People would go on a break and they'd want a Sunday or something and didn't want to make it themselves, so we would make it and put pickle juice in it. Hmm. I'm not saying it'd be good on anything else, but I'm saying as a drink, yeah. maybe a little vodka in it, it would be okay. I could maybe. do it. Of course, I like Alka-Seltzer, too, so what are you going to do? Anyway, send us an email, WTF at whatthefrock.org. Stay with us. We'll be right back. I'm Bill Mick with WMMB Radio in Melbourne, Florida, where we have a governor that will actually stand for what's right. My show airs mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern. Every day we discuss news, politics, and social issues that impact us all. Tuesdays in our 8 o'clock hour, Dave joins me for something we call Dave Does History, where Dave brings us events from our past that contain lessons for right now. To listen live, find WMMB on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome back. It's What the Frock. I'm Rabbi Dave. I am Friar Rod. And I am watching with disdain this morning as the NFL prepares to kick off games this morning in Minnesota. Minnesota. The Vikings play. Skull. 
They cold. play indoors. See, this is, well, this is what this sucks. Fuck? They're not real Vikings then. What the no, heck? No, they're not. They're not. And I would point out that they've not been back to the Super Bowl since they moved indoors. You use the weather to your advantage. You use these things to your advantage. Yeah. And so out in the parking lot at the Minnesota Vikings game today, there's a bunch of tailgaters in like what appears to be 12 feet of snow mm-hmm. with freezing cold temperatures, although the sun is out. And they are they are tailgating away. They're having Barbecuing fun. Barbecuing and... Huh. Dancing and using Thor's hammer to pound on a table. That's funny. Okay, that's weird. But what I'm also noticing, Rod... And I think that this is an abomination. Okay. And as the king of the Saturnalia, I would absolutely put an end to this. Okay, this could be scourge. your. This could be the issue, Dave, that is pivotal to your campaign. They are blowing vazuzulas. Oh well, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, this should be stopped. The, the okay. vazuzula is. Let's face it; it's Satan's horn. Mm, I'm gonna have to not vote for you now, Dave. I'm sorry. I have a Vazuvla. I can't say it this way. Vazuvla. Vazuzula. Vuvasuela. I can't say Rhinosaurus, but I can say Vazuzula. I cannot say Rhinos. Can't say it. Never been able to say it. I have I one, Dave. Dinosaur. I can say Tyrannosaurus. I don't have a dinosaur. Vazuvla. Vazuvla. Vazuzula. Why do you have a Vazuzula? Because you're a soccer fan. That's, that's exactly right. I got it at a USA men's game. Did we I bring win or lose? We won. It was a friendly at the time. This was back in friendly against some, some scrub team. From no, it was a. I think it was like Wales or something like that. It was like a international team, a team we could not defeat. But it's great, Dave. I used to I used to tell my kids when they were playing outside. I said, "Hey, I will call you in, and you will know it's me." And then I would used to go up to the top window, and I would blow that thing, and they would lay. Oh, and your neighbors my would, would probably yeah. throw my probably my neighbors are like, "What the heck?" And my kids are like, "That's eh, my dad." <laughs> so these Minnesota Viking fans are playing Vazuzalos in the parking lot, and that just makes me want to bitch slap somebody. Not. And, and it's not because I'm bitter because we're now out of the World Cup. I, I, frankly, I'm okay with that because now maybe things can get back to normal around here. And because I live in the Seattle area, media area, uh, the, I'm which sure for the some watch. reason, yes, but we don't have to have the ubiquitous. Everybody's everybody's dressed in Team USA garb on the on the TV news, yeah. talking about how great it's going to be when the Team USA plays this game this week. Zero zero tie with Wales or one one tie or whatever. Yeah. They should have done better there. Zero zero tie with England. Yeah. And then they did, and they then did really game, well with them. Then this game with Iran. Sorry. Uran. This. And see, Persia. I even texted Rod. I, I, I call him Persia. Mm-hmm. Which pisses me off. I even texted too. Rod in the middle of this thing because at about 10 minutes into the game, because I'm sure you can rewatch it. It's been on the TV. It's been on I, I record them, about yes. 12 times. You can go back and watch this. Somewhere between 7 and 12 minutes of the game, mm-hmm. the announcers are going on and on about how the United States is going to get a goal. We know we're going to get one goal. It's just a matter of when. And we'd rather have it earlier than later so that we can get that 1-0 win. Mm-hmm. And I texted Rod. I said, what is this? 
they already know they're going to win one to nil, which is one to nothing for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. And and I don't even remember what your response was, but it wasn't wasn't pleasant. Well, I mean, it's kind of guaranteed. They kind of figured that the U.S. was going to win against Iran. Iran. Anyway, so lo and behold, we win the game one to nothing. Yeah. And I was like, well, the, see, the don't problem tell with me the this USA, isn't fixed. They, they don't have any strikers. They don't have, and those are the forwards and the people that actually do the goal scoring. They just, they don't have any strong strikers. So they're not a high scoring team. So Sounds like the Broncos. Yeah. We don't be. have a quarterback, so. Maybe Russell Wilson could help them out. All the articles this morning are about how if we get behind 10 to nothing, the defense is just going to quit because they're tired of <laughs> Mike. I don't, I don't really want to have to watch this, but that I might. I mean, I'm a Broncos fan. I've been a Broncos fan since 1966. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm a little, I'm a little, uh, I, I, I'm bemused by these people who are griping about this. Oh, we're three and seven. Then the, yeah, try being 0 and 10 sometime mm-hmm. and being the laughing stock of the league because your socks look ridiculous. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. I really, it's just football, you know? Yeah. We still have three Super Bowls. And that's more than the Seahawks have. Neener, neener, neener. Anyway, so the whole World Cup thing is good. And, of course, now we, we, we beat Iran, Uran, and this puts us into the, the round, the knockout stage. Yes. Which is an unfortunate name because we didn't last 10 minutes in the last no, stage. They dropped the first round. Yeah. Well, they had to go against the Netherlands. Uh, right. That's the problem with the USA team is that, and partly the coaching, coaching too, is that they don't go they don't really understand European systems, and they don't. They never had their. How is that possible? Tested. Where do they learn this? You almost have to have coaches that come from from Europe help develop players. Do we I mean, not we, have? We have, we have more and more players that are playing internationally, so that helps. But it's the coaching. We we need some coaching. You know that that we have more money than Solomon. How do we not have the coach that that can win? Good question. Good question. Maybe we don't want to win. Some of it's the development too. It's not just the players because you've got to develop systems and get the players used to playing in those systems. And what do you think of my other theory, which is we don't want to win. The men don't want to win. The men don't want to win because no longer do they get to enjoy all of the fruits of their labor. Now they have to split it 50 50 with the women's team. We'll just call this the Adam's rib program. So they win $16 million, they got to give half of it to the women. The women, okay, so the argument is, but the women win too. Yes, but when they win, it's only worth a million bucks. Yeah. The men's team gets more than that for losing. Yeah. So maybe they don't want to win. Maybe they're trying to to give up. My my thought is, and, you know, I, I... I'm a firm believer that, you know, people should get paid for for equal work, equal pay type thing. However, when you're in a business and you're getting money and revenue from doing something, you know, if it's tied to the revenue stream, then, yeah, you should be paid more if you're bringing in more money. Well, that and you know what? Men's sports. Really, you know, when men play sports and I'm going to get some emails from this and probably will. Yeah, men put their fertility on the line, Dave. As we saw, <laughs> as we saw with Kristen yes, Pulisic, 
Isn't he going to miss the rest of the series? Well, they no, all he, now, he played. He played. He said, no, I didn't get hit there. I didn't get hit there as a pelvic contusion. But anyway, so men put do their fertility on the line when they play. Do they not wear cups? They do. But I mean, come on, Dave, you get a You get a shot there. It's still going to hurt. Oh, man, I played hockey for years. Took a few. I played goalie, man. I took a few in the, the groin area, the groinage area. But that cup was fantastic, man. I mean, I had a, I had a seriously, I mean, obviously I had an extra large cup, but you know, it it worked out well, really well. (laughs) Still can't Uh, get a beer and cutter for the, uh, for the world cup, but you can, if you're, you can get a picture of Miss Croatia. Oh my gosh. Who uh, was parading herself at the, the game the other day. Is Croatia still in this? Uh, you know, I haven't checked recently. I sent you a text the other day because I, we went to, we went to lunch and the restaurant had the, all the matches on because it was a Mexican place. And so, you know, it was a big deal. And I sent you a text because West Germany or Germany was playing and I thought they were playing Croatia. So I sent Rod a text saying, I don't, I don't know which Nazi country to cheer for, but it turned out that they weren't playing Croatia. They were playing Costa Rica. Croatia Which, made the made the knockouts, so they're uh, okay. So we'll have at least one more appearance of Miss Croatia parading only, herself in front of a bunch of white robed uh, Qataris who will take pictures of her and then explain that the reason they're taking pictures of her well endowed chest and scantily assets, clad, yeah, um, is because they disapprove of her. That's exactly they, what, actually said. what they said. <laughs> we disapprove of her. This is what you should not be doing, right. son. You should not be dressing. Your women should not be dressing like this. And to prove it. Swipe and like it. this. Right. To swipe. prove you should not be taking. We're going to take lots of pictures. And there are pictures of these Qataris taking pictures of her strolling down the thing with a big old smile on her face in her red and white checked bikini. Oh, yeah. Someone's going to report her, Dave. That's what the article right. that they said. Right, that's what they're going to report her <laughs> They're going to go home to their wives and say, why can't you dress like this? Yeah. <laughs> Under the robe. And of course, the Qatari government isn't going to turn around and geocache all these people who are at the game and go, we need to see your pictures, please. Boy, this whole thing is a cluster for them, man. Do you, do you ever see the World Cup going back to a oh, never. full-on Muslim republic? Never. You know, and it's, it's egg on FIFA's face, too, because now people are saying, you know, there, there, are, there are countries that are saying we should leave FIFA. Yeah. Well, and there are teams that are saying they should leave the team. So apparently the Belgians are pretty ticked off at each other. Yeah. And half their team got on a private flight and flew home before the team flew home after they were ejected from the from the yeah. knockout stage. Well, they were before. too old, Dave. That's I mean, that's what they were saying is they were the oldest team playing there so well i didn't read that part but i do know that the world cup has been to me i think it's been okay there's been some surprisingly good games japan japan has shocked a few people and those games have been fun to watch right but i didn't watch them because and i can't stress this enough i was too busy Getting ready for the fast festival of Saturnalia. Festival of the Saturnalia. Sorry, this isn't Ukraine. I can put the the in front of it. I've been getting ready for the Saturnalia, and 
I'm sorry, I don't know whose idea it was to have the World Cup before the Saturnalia, right before the Saturnalia. Kind of screws up things. I mean, how am I supposed to plan for the Saturnalia and Hanukkah when the World Cup's going on? We just one of them have, has to, to, have to adjust, Dave. Just like one the of them Premier has League, to be sacrificed. Right? So. The Premier League put a hole in everything because all their players are going to go play in the World Cup. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, are you enjoying the World Cup? Send Rod an email, Rod at WTF, but what the fr- Rod at whatthefrock.org. That's right. Because I don't care. No, he doesn't. I, I'll still forward it to Dave just to sh- just to just so I can delete it. Delete, delete, delete. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Whitey, and this is Hank, and you can listen to our podcast Two Pint Talk on all your favorite podcast sources. So come check it out where we talk about two beers and and everything stuff. (laughs) Listen to Two Pint Talk on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Justine, bringing you late night talk for those that go to bed early. Listen to my podcast, What's Justine Thinking, every Wednesday and Friday on Anchor and Spotify. Welcome back to WTF. Uh, This is our time for news stories. And so, Dave, we talked briefly or mentioned briefly some kind of statement about human sacrifice. Well, apparently there's another way. To get labeled for human sacrifice. I don't know if it's a better way, but it's another way. So in this news article, we have a female tourist that sparked fury and was pelted with water bottles after goading the crowd of angry locals. And why would people do this to a female tourist? She wasn't. I don't know that she was necessarily. She was wearing a bikini and a Muslim. No, she wasn't. She wasn't dressed like Mrs. Croatia or Miss Croatia. Sorry. And uh, so basically what she did is she went where you're not supposed to go. She went to the top of a Mayan temple. Dave, she walked up the steps as people were jeering and and calling for her to come down. And she got to the top. And what do you do when you get to the top of a Mayan temple? You sacrifice a human being. Well, that's what would normally happen. And I think that's when the calls for sacrifice came out. However, she decided to get up there and dance. She danced on top of the Mayan temple. (sighs) And then she came down. Now, she obviously does not have the same problem you have with stairs, Dave. Because she made it up and she made it down without falling. Like Wednesday's great Aunt Calpurnia, she danced before the flames. She did. She did. 82-foot pyramid at Chichen Itza archaeological site speaking of that have have, have you uh have you decided to watch whether you're going to watch wednesday or not on netflix Uh, i will watch it i watched the first episode when it comes to the adams family i'm a fan yeah i loved the original tv show Mm -hmm. as goofy as it was i really really loved the 1991 movie with Raul Julia and oh, yeah. Angelica Houston and Christina Ricci. Love that movie. I love the sequel, Adam's Family Values. Yeah. I think those Christopher I think those Lloyd. Movies, Man, Christopher uh, Lloyd. Raul Julia is yeah. it's so amazing. And when you know the story of how he what he was going through when he made those, it's 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 so amazing. So that said, this thing came up. Now I haven't watched a lot of the new the newer ones. Mm-hmm. I, I've caught bits and pieces of them here. I like 
I like some of it, but I just haven't had the, the time to sit down. But this thing came out Wednesday on, on Netflix, so I caught the first episode. Just to, thought I'd give it a chance, because mm-hmm. Christina Ricci is in it. She's yeah. not Wednesday, but she is in it. Um, and let's face it, Christina Ricci. Her eyes, man. <sighs> Sorry, got distracted. Anyway, so the point being that, that I did watch it. And I was bemused enough that we have decided we're going to watch the rest of it together. Okay. Because, because it, what is it? I don't know that it was, it's not knee slappingly funny, mm-hmm. but it is humor. It's very dark humor and it's very, it's very Adam's family humor. You know, so yeah. we're going to, well, we're going to do People it. were freaking out, I guess, because the, uh, the thing, right? Right. The, the thing is actually a guy's hand. They, they didn't CGI it. They just, the green screen well, the guy it was yeah. an actual guy hand it was a guy's yeah. hand in the movies too yeah so in fact uh, one of the best documentaries i ever watched was about how they did that and the the whole fedex thing and yeah being a hand model right 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 <laughs> david duchovny <laughs> can give the googly anyway that is not my my wtf my wtf comes from someplace i have no idea where it is do you know who brian johnson is no, I don't. Not off the top of my head. I'm horrible with names. Great with faces. Brian Jones said in a six-minute confession on YouTube this week, quote, I fully own that I fucked up. I'm as sorry as a man can be. Unquote. What would cause Brian Johnson to make such a statement on YouTube of all places? Hmm. This is this is what tells me that there's still hope for me. Because there's so much of this crap out there that I have not discovered yet. Mm-hmm. And I had never heard of this guy before this week. Brian Johnson's brand, his you know, Oh, is name, he an influencer? He is an influencer. He is a physical fitness influencer on Instagram and YouTube with millions of people following him. Okay. As he sells his program to people sure to be healthy and to look like him and if you see him you'll know what i mean i mean he's a body i mean looks like a freaking neanderthal Pow. Uh, <laughs> he goes by the name he goes by the name the liver king oh is this that guy that eats a bunch of liver this is the guy that videotapes himself eating a pound of liver raw, raw liver, liver. And so he, he lives this paleo kind of lifestyle, this caveman kind of sure. lifestyle. He looks like a caveman, a Neanderthal, and he eats raw meat and he talks about how, how if you really want to be in shape, you should live like he does. Now, see, here's the problem that I have with that. Once upon a time in my life, Rod, in mm-hmm. my adult life, once upon a time in my life, I weighed 198 pounds. Okay. Pure muscle. Do you know what I did to weigh 198 pounds? Mm-mm. I weighed 198 pounds. Everything in my life, every moment of every day was about weighing 198 pounds. And if I weighed 199 pounds, I went and ran like 10 miles hmm. so that I could weigh 198 pounds. I became obsessed with it. And that's what these people do. They become obsessed with looking like that and their lives become no fun. 
All right, what difference does it make if you make millions upon millions of dollars convincing people that they should eat raw liver if in order to look like you eat raw liver, you never really get a chance to have any fun with those millions upon millions of dollars? Sure. If I've got millions and millions of dollars, I want steak, I want pizza, I want spaghetti, and I finally realized that weighing 198 pounds was ruining my life. Mm-hmm. And so I said, you know, not doing this anymore. Just I just can't. I I like life too much, so I don't weigh 198 pounds anymore. Was that before you got married? Yes, even the first time. Okay. So, anyway, the Liver King got caught this past week. Somebody else, Derek of the online fitness brands, more plates, more dates, which is the kind of thing that sounds good to me. Okay, eat more. Anyway. Uh, I guess had a bunch of emails that he released from the Liver King bragging about the fact that, in fact, he doesn't live that kind of lifestyle. He just uses the roids. Mm -hmm. Three million views later, Johnson said in his new video, the Liver King said, I'm here to set the record straight. Yes, I've done steroids. Yes, I'm on steroids, but it's okay because I'm monitored and managed by a trained hormone clinician. What? Hormone clinician. He went on to mention the social ills of suicide, depression, and anxiety, adding that our young men are hurting the most. And when he talks about low self-esteem, he's talking about himself. Yeah, because don't so, the ro- don't the roids shrink you in certain areas? Yes, they do. They, they well, so that's going to help your self-esteem. Again, that's that's the part I don't get. Why do you want to look like that to attract a mate? If you can't mm-hmm. do anything when you attract a mate because you look like that, I don't confused. I'd rather do the uh, I'd rather do the, the lady in the tramp thing with a plate of spaghetti because a it's more fun, b it tastes better, and c ultimately you'll be happier. Mm-hmm. But you won't look like that. No, it's the kind of thing that makes me say WTF. Hey there, submarine fans. Let me talk to you about the most exciting thing in currency, the gold back from goldback.com. Article 1, Section 10 of the U.S. Constitution says that states are actually legal to create currency as long as they are made of gold and silver. And now there are states doing just that. They've made moves to protect their local economies for possible future failure of the federal paper U.S. dollar or the entire credit system by legalizing and making their own currency using, you got it, gold and silver. The exciting news is the subvet.com is now an authorized dealer to purchase your gold backs right on our website. Be sure to email me at eric at the subvet.com or you can call me at 720-277-9333. Be sure to check out the gold backs on the subvet.com and then get ready to secure your family and future with the power of fractional gold currency. Get your gold back from the subvet. Welcome back. It's What the Frock. I'm Dave. I'm Rod. And now I'm getting pictures of the inside of the Metrodome or whatever it is. It's not the Metrodome anymore. Up in Minnesota, where they're blowing the Vesuvulas, and the inside is, you know, 78 degrees Vesuvulas. and comfortable. Vesuvulas. I can say that now. Vesuvulas. I still can't say Rhinosaurus. 
Um, but there you go. In your homeland of California, good news this week. Yeah. In case you missed it, the governor of the state of California has a nine-person commission that has decided that California has decided mm-hmm. that every African American in the country who can show descent from slaves, yeah, should get a quarter million dollars. I, you know, I'm curious to see how they came up with the number. I don't know. But they're urging the federal government to do those. Yeah. Well, of course, because California doesn't want to pay for it. California doesn't have any money to pay for it. No. California's broke. You guys have a deficit, remember? Yeah. So what's going to... Go ahead. Go ahead. Members of the panel are calling for the federal government to take on their concerns. Move that could cost billions to fulfill. By the way, Gavin Newsom, who is running for president in 2024. Mm Mm-hmm signed off on legislation in 2020 for the largest reparation effort in recent history. Yes. California. And in the past eight months, the task force has spent time traveling to the West Coast to learn about the effect of the policies on everyone uh, at, at government you know, costs they've been doing. Yeah. What's funny, Dave, is and so being in California, we've heard about this this commission for a while now. <clears throat> and there was a point in time where they were hand wringing because they said, well, you know, people should get reparations, but we just don't know who should get them. And so, you know, should it be the descendants of slaves or should it just be all black people? And so they were they were literally having these discussions hand wringing about, you know, they weren't sure. And so apparently now that this is the result where they came out and said, well, you have to be a descendant of slaves. To get your quarter million dollars. So this is where I told Dave and, and, and Bill actually is that, you know, now's the time to invest in genealogy services. Yes. Yes, it is. And if you happen to be a descendant of slave, well, I guess you don't need to move to California because they're, they're well, and, and that's another reason. I mean, right. you'd think that, you know, you'd want people to move here because California is having a net exodus. But, you know, they don't want them to move here and then have to immediately pay them quarter million dollars because then the people just move away <laughs> right but they're not going to do that no so the, the, the state's not going to pay it they want the federal government and of course newsom is running for president which i have mm-hmm. long suspected and yeah. said um still surprised he didn't appoint himself as as state senator but water under the bridge on that one mm-hmm. so the question here is is why is newsom doing this what what's the reason what what, what do you think they're really trying to gain here Oh, they're trying to buy votes because, you know, Dave, you know, we've got to do something about, you know, institutional racism. So, hey, the Dave, this is something we have a commission, right? right. Nothing says like doing something about ha- than having a task force or a commission. Nothing says having a task force or commission is doing something without actually doing anything. Well, this is a case of looking like you're doing something without actually doing something. Or at least looking like you're looking like you're doing something without actually doing something. See, we said you should get money if you're a descendant of slaves. But, hey, the federal government doesn't want to pay for it. So so there you go. We can't do anything. Sorry. And is the reason that I'm against this because I'm white, because I have white privilege? Or is it because, I don't know, I'm the great grandson of a Civil War veteran who fought to free the slaves? Mm Mm-hmm. There should, be repar- there should be reparations for the people that f- fought for the North. You know, I, I don't even want reparations. I don't even, I mean, my great grandfather got a, got a pension, mm-hmm. which my great grandmother collected and blah, blah, blah. You know what I want? I want somebody to stand up and say 300,000 Americans died for this. Mm-hmm. Can we at least say, I don't know, thank you? 
Yeah. Before we go on about all white people are evil, because there were 300,000 of them that died and several million that were wounded, including my great-grandfather, who died at the age of 51 from his Civil War wounds. Or 53, I don't remember. In any case- How old was he when he fought? Young. 18. Just turned 18. Wow. Just turned 18, walked from Ashdown County, Arkansas, Texarkana region, Mm -hmm. to Rolla, Missouri, to join the Union Army, which many Arkansasians did. See, this is them people don't think about. Mm-hmm. Arkansas, which is a southern state, which is a Confederate state, provided almost four regiments to the Union Army from people who said, no, this ain't right. Where's the thank you to them? Where's the mm-hmm. acknowledgement of their sacrifice? Where's the acknowledgement that without all of that, we have two separate nations and one of them is a slave nation, or at least a discriminatory nation, because they still tried well into the 1960s. Anyway, mm-hmm. I don't mean to get off on that rant. You can send me an email, WTF at whatthefrock.org, or comment on our Facebook page and our website. Or you can send Rod an email, yeah. Rod at whatthefrock.org. Yeah. And we appreciate it. And thanks again to uh, Steve, who made a small donation to buy pickle juice this week. Or coffee, one of the two. So we appreciate yeah. that. It, uh, it actually goes into the cost of maintaining the website which does it doesn't cost a lot but it does cost something so there you go and i think on that note i'm rabbi dave i am friar rod and this has been what the frock <laughs>